where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to go to the very, unfortunately, deep well that are toxins in our life and talk about PFASs, or we'll call them here PFASs. I wanted to do an episode on this because this is very consistent with what we've talked about, especially early on in The Awakened Man back in 2018 when we had episodes and all the different sadly chemical toxins that have leached into our daily life and into our water so this would be parabens this would be heterocyclic amens this would be of course plastics and plasticizers or things that are even added to our water like fluoride so the reason i wanted to do this the kind of genesis of this is that there was a new study that came out this week i saw it in the wall street journal that there's a new study that says that 45% of Americans drinking water has PFASism. And so we're going to glean off, like in the olden days of this podcast, we're going to be gleaning off an article from the USGS, which is the United States Geological Survey. Tap water study detects PFAS forever chemicals across the United States. At least 45% of the nation's tap water is estimated to have one or more types of the chemicals known as per and polyfluorinated alkyl substances, or PFASs, according to a new study done by the USGS. There are more than 12,000 types of PFASs, not all of which can be detected with current tests. The USGS t- study tested for the presence of only 32 types. Now, before we get to the article, what, you're like, well, what are they? How can I eliminate these things? Where, where would you find most of these things? These are going to be nonstick cookware, water-repellent clothing, stain-resistant fabrics and carpets, cosmetics, firefighting foams, and products that resist grease, water, and oil. These are just a couple of things. These are just a couple of things where you'd find them. And the PFASs are considered to be possibly carcinogenic. So we've talked about the International Agency for the Research on Cancer. This is a branch of the World Health Organization and their sole job is to classify different products or things that are created by us or just in the environment and how carcinogenic or cancer-causing they are. So we have episodes here on that. We have articles here at Naturopathic Earth about this. So category one is directly linked to cancer. So obvious ones there would be, for example, cigarette smoking and alcohol drinking. Two would be possibly carcinogenic. 2A is likely carcinogenic, but they're not going to say emphatically that it does cause cancer. 2B is possibly. So PFASs are in the 2B. 2B. So the IARC says based on the limited evidence it can cause testicular and kidney cancer, immune system issues, weakened immune systems, among other things. So you might know, like, we, we talked about how, 
I think who we, we had an article we did about four years ago how DuPont or whoever was the main, I think it was Teflon. Yeah, because Teflon is a brand name. I think DuPont makes Teflon. How they're like, oh, we're getting some backlash. People are actually figuring out that non-stick stuff is not good for you. So by 2029, we're going to phase out all Teflon from our non-stick cookware. Now, okay, some people would say, well, that's great. Kudos. But B, why is it going to take you 10 years? Because if you really cared about our health, you would take it out as quickly as you can. And B, you know, they're just going to put on another non-stick chemical because this is where they make their money is by having cookware that is easy for us to make. Now, we talked about this with plastic recently, the, 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 the switch, the bait and switch where they take out BPA but put in BPS. So it's the same thing here. And in credit, you know, I do, and you can go to, let's say, Target and buy non-stick cookware that'll say PFAS free or PFOA, which is a branch of PFAS free. And these are what you should be getting if you're not wanting to use like the, the classic camping cookware, stuff like that. And you think of carpets, we're like, oh, I don't want a carpet. Well, I when well, my kid spills Kool-Aid. Well, again, this comes at a cost that we don't think about it. It's always about convenience. But let's get to the article. Because there's some parts of the country that have worse water levels, detection of PFAS and others. This USGS research marks the first time anyone has tested for and compared PFASs in tap water from both private and government regulated public water supplies on a broad scale. Those data were used to model and estimate PFAS contamination worldwide. PFAS are a group of synthetic chemicals used in a wide variety of common applications from the linings of fast food boxes and non-stick cookware to firefighting foams and other purposes. So speaking of fast food boxes, we did an article, an episode here, I should say about two years ago, Whole Foods was caught having PFAS lining in their, their, their cardboard containers. If you've ever gone there to get to their salad, they have those wooden containers and they were found to have PFAS. Now, part of you are like, well, who cares? You know, McDonald's does everybody does. That's true, but Whole Foods, remember, Whole Foods makes a promise that their food, is it gonna have monosodium glutamate? Is it gonna have any of the petroleum-based food dyes like Red 40? Is it gonna have aspartame? So they, you can go to their website and they have a, a list of chemicals, preservatives that they guarantee won't be in their food, but yet they have PFAS-laden stuff for their takeout. High concentrations of some PFAS may lead to adverse health risks in people, according to the USPA. Research, US EPA, I should say, research is still ongoing to better understand the potential effects of PFAS exposure over a long period of time because they break down very slowly. PFASs are commonly called forever chemicals. Their persistence in the environment and prevalence across the country make them a unique water concern, unique water quality concern. Quote, lead scientist. USGA scientists tested water collected directly from people's kitchens, sinks across the nation, providing the most comprehensive study to date on PFAS and tap water from both private wells and public supplies. This study estimates that at least one type of PFAS of those that were monitored could be present in nearly half of the tap water in the US. US. Furthermore, PFAS concentrations were similar between public supplies and private wells, or even private wells. So if you're like, well, I go to private well, I live in rural Ohio. Well, you know, they're everywhere because they're leaching in. The EPA regulates public water supplies and homeowners are responsible for the maintenance, testing, and treatment of private water supplies. The study tested for 32 individual PFAS compounds using a method developed by the USGS National Water Quality Laboratory, which we're not going to cover. 
Scientists collected tap water samples from 716 locations representing a range of low, medium, and high human impacted areas. The low included protected lands, so I suppose national parks. Medium included residential and rural areas with no known PFAS sources. High include urban areas and locations with reported PFAS sources such as industrial waste sites. Here's the location. All right, so here, pay attention here. Most of the exposure, wait for it, what do you think it's gonna be? Was observed, was observed in urban areas and potential PFAS sources. This area included the Rust Belt. <laughs> it's gonna be Great Lakes, Eastern Seaboard, the Great Plains, in south, central and southern regions of California. The study's results are in line with previous research concluding that people in urban areas have a higher likelihood of PFAS exposure. USGS scientists estimate that the probability of PFAS not being observed in tap water is about 75% in rural areas and about 25% in urban areas. So I'm looking at the map and I will put a link if I remember. So you'd be surprised the eastern seaboard is littered. New Jersey, Jersey, which is known, of course, to have a lot of, of, of chemical factories, it's always been that way, is just completely covered. So it, it's an interesting map. It's mostly going to be everywhere from southern Delaware to uh, Boston is covered. High, high concentrations of PFAS in the water. Also, central highlands of South Carolina is pretty high. Central Florida is pretty high. Uh, Chicago is pretty high. Minneapolis, St. Paul is high. Denver and north of Denver is pretty high. SoCal is high. San Francisco is high. Portland's relatively high. And then Texas, People's Republic of Texas here, not high. Not high at all. Let's listen to what other scientists and watchdog agencies have said. Elsie Sunderland, a professor of environmental chemistry at Harvard, said that the study findings were alarming but cautioned. I'd be careful in extrapolating that conclusion to the entire country since the sample size was too small. Experts told Phil in the blank, the only way PFAS chemicals can be removed is if companies either reduce their usage of PFAS chemicals or pay for cleanup. Yeah, we know they're not going to be paying for cleanup. Currently, the government hasn't prevented companies from using PFAS chemicals and dumping them into public wastewater systems. Great. And who says that? The Environmental Working Group, who I love. I truly love. Environmental Working Group is famous for doing the Dirty Dozen every year and having the app Skin Deep. So if any of you use uh, like lotions, shampoos, you can get, use their app and you can type in the name of the product and they'll tell you how toxic it is. It's just a great watchdog agency. So... The government doesn't prevent companies from using PFAS chemicals and dumping them into public wastewater. And we're surprised that it should be high. He says, quote, we should be treating this problem where it begins instead of putting it up a spotlight after the accident. We should be requiring polluters to treat their own waste. Of course. Someone else. Another watchdog. Quote, the issue and the cost and the burden of all this shouldn't fall on communities. It shouldn't fall on the consumer. It's the polluters that need to pay. Yes, absolutely. If individuals are concerned about the possibility of their tap water containing PFASs, chemicals, they can check with their public utility or have their private well tested. And that's the thing. Look, you have to pay for that. 
maybe not checking with public utility, but you have to pay for your private well. If the person has publicly supplied water, they should be able to obtain a report from their local utility, says the EWG. Otherwise, they can also search the tap water database from the Environmental Working Group, like an, another, another service the EWG prevents, presents and offers. If the person is on a private well, unless they are covered by a court order due to known contamination, they will have to send their water out for testing on their own. Many departments of public health have recommendations on where water can be sent for different types of testing. There's also a number of water filters that can remove PFAS chemicals. A 2020 study found that reverse osmosis water filters, which can be installed under a kitchen sink, are over 90% effective at screening out the chemicals. I have one of those. The study also found that activated carbon filters can also reduce PFAS levels by 73%. However, there was more variability than with the reverse osmosis filters. Experts also noted that drinking filtered water is a better alternative than switching exclusively to bottled water, which can be expensive, wasteful, and contain contaminants as well. We've talked about how bottled water is one of the biggest scams. If you, we, we did episodes of this back in 2018. They've done studies on this, how like bottled water, even if it's Aquafina or has a picture of water coming from a waterfall, tends to have more microbes. And this makes sense because again, you, you, you trap this water in this sealed environment and something like 40% of, of bottled water comes from city water supply, despite the picture of the waterfall. And they have fluoride, but bottled water has fluoride. So it's better just to get your own system so you can treat it. Quote, bottled water is known to have high concentrations of PFASs. There was a case in Massachusetts a couple years ago where bottled water had a very high concentration of PFAS in it because it was sourced from PFAS contaminated water. So guys, in closing, what can you do about this? Well, you, some of you like Gregory were, were just completely inundated by all these things, right? We have a radio frequency radiation coming from our phones and our modems. We have the fluoride in the water. We have just all the garbage in our food. What can we do? Well, look, little steps, little steps. In the future, don't get flame retardant mattresses. Don't get stain resistant carpets. These things that, that bring these things in there. And I'll, I'll, you can look at the map, I'll attach it. Don't live in these areas that have concentrations because look, I mean, one in two, there's a reason why one in two men will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime and one in three women. It's just our body is inundated by these carcinogens, whether it be fluoride, whether it be the plasticizers, whether it be the preservatives in our food, whether it be the, the food dyes, whether it be antibiotic shot up food, or just so many things, RBGH put in our dairy, that we just have to be vigilant. Our body is important, clearly, and we wanna take care of it. And it's more important than spending all of our days on Reddit or YouTube or watching Disney. So let's try to make a concerted effort, try to, get the money to buy a reverse osmosis thing. Also get a fluoride filter for your shower. You can screw it on because that reduces most of the fluoride that you get and just try to make an effort. And like G.I. Joe used to say at the end of each of their episodes, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Actually, I think Schoolhouse Rock used to say that, knowledge is power. The end of G.I. Joe episodes in the 80s cartoons, uh, they would have like some kid spray painting his skateboard in a garage with no windows open and then Duke or Lady Jane or Mary Jane or whatever, someone would come in and be like, what are you doing, Bobby? He's like, I'm spray painting my skateboard. 
you know what? That's great, but you might want to open the windows. Thanks, Duke. You know, G.I. Joe, like a public service announcement. So knowledge is power, guys. So let's use it effectively. Guys, go to the Cinema Rack. It's my new movie podcast. If you like movies, check it out. Rate and review. Please rate and review here if you haven't done so already. If you're somebody that's new to this channel. There's a link in the episode notes if you want to make a donation. There's also a link to the website which hosts all four of my podcasts. But the best way to listen to them is on Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.